Girl, Your Journey Starts Here focuses on helping women in business master their mental health and entrepreneurship. Hosted by Olivia B. Shepard, Transformation Biz Coach, this podcast presents the best content on business, self-development, mental health, and self-care. Based on a completely different approach than other similar podcasts, Olivia also narrates how this content applies to womanhood, feminism, and everything in between. With Olivia, you will have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. I am your host, Olivia B. Shepard, your transformation and business coach. I am Coach Lady O, or just Lady O to some of you all who are listening for the first time. Welcome, and for those of you all who are returning, thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode um, of course, like I told you all last week, it is Mental Health Awareness Month. That's what May is all about. And so my topic this week and the rest of the um for the rest of May is going to be mental health related. And I am also proud. Let me give a shout out to the advocacy program that I um advocate for. Um we just reached 100 mentees. Well, mentors um, and advocates, advocates, I'm sorry, not mentors, advocates. Um, Samantha Foster is an awesome, awesome woman who started this organization a couple of years ago. And I had the pleasure of being there when it first started um, because I am one of the ones who sits on um, the advocacy program. Um, I... Um, my, my particular advocacy is helping to bring awareness to, uh, the African, African American community, um, to help them understand mental health. So I am super excited about the fact that we have reached a hundred advocates. So that is super, super awesome. Also to 10% of all of my t-shirts, the mental health t-shirts that I am selling for this month, 10% of the proceeds goes to re, um, rethink mental health incorporated. Um, also any coaching programs that I am hosting this month. Um, and I probably will continue that, um, to go to 10% of the proceeds will also go to, um, that particular, um, that organization. So I'm super excited about that. So let's get down to today's topic, setting boundaries in order to maintain good mental health. All right, so now I know when I bring up boundaries, this scares a lot of people. This, I mean, boundaries, setting boundaries is like this big, scary thing that you have to do, and people are too so afraid of it, and this is why I have to keep bringing this topic up. And most of the people who are afraid of setting boundaries usually are codependent to the people that they have to set set boundaries with. See, when we start doing self-evaluation, you will come to realize that you are codependent on some of these people. This is why you can't set healthy boundaries, and this is why your mental health is all over the place. And I'll get more into that in a little bit because people hate when I say, well, I'm not codependent. Yes, you are. You're codependent, and I'm going to tell you why and how you're codependent in a second. 
So what are boundaries? Boundaries are the lines you establish between yourself and those around you that support you in caring for your mental health or yourself. When you clear boundaries, when you have set clear boundaries, you establish the personal needs that you need to, to maintain your good mental health. You set the boundaries for the, the, for how people will treat you and how you will be treated. And a lot of people don't realize that, and me, myself included, that setting boundaries is just a healthy way of trying to say, you know, look, I don't have to take your crap. I don't have to deal with your abuse. I am going to set this boundary. I am going to say no. I am going to not participate in your foolishness. Because I am setting this boundary and you are not going to cross my line. And if you do decide to cross my line, this boundary that I have established, then I can no longer deal with you. And that's what boundaries are. It is establishing those bound, those little, those little rules, you know, it's like little mini rules to set that people will have to obey by period. Okay, and I think what happens is we don't realize that we can set these boundaries. We've we've been we've we've been walking around life like we can't tell people no. We've been walking around life trying to please everyone and not say no to people or not tell people how they're hurting us because we don't want to see. Basically, we are stepping over their boundaries. See, they got boundaries because they they are they abusing us. They're telling us off. They're making us do things that we are not comfortable doing. And when, and if you step those overstep those boundaries, what's the first thing they say to you? See, this is why I don't deal with you. Or this is why you this and this is why you that. So why can't you set those same boundaries? Now let's go into the codependent part of setting boundaries and why a lot of people don't set boundaries. Well, let me back up just a second. And setting the boundaries is good for your mental health because you are driving yourself insane People pleasing, you are driving yourself insane, taking emotional abuse. You are driving yourself insane, doing things for people you know that you don't want to do, but you're doing it because you are so codependent and you're so afraid of rejection or you're so afraid this person is going to leave you that you do not set boundaries. You also are so afraid of speaking up for yourself. And now I'll jump into that too in a little bit. So you just take whatever you get. So now your mental health is a disaster because you're anxious every time you're around these people. Your stomach hurts, your head hurts, you don't feel good because you're now having to be around these people you know that you need to set boundaries with, but you are too afraid to do so. So let's get into the codependent part of it. Now, and I'm going to tell the story about my mother. I, you know, I love my mother, mother to death and I did set boundaries with them. I've also cut them off too, but that's another uh, story in a podcast episode. Tune in next week about toxic family members. Y'all know I love that topic. Anyway, so let's, it, this was, this, this, this particular story is about my mom and, and I love her dearly. I remember growing up and having my mom do everything for my grandmother. And when I say everything, like my, she took her to the store. My grandmother didn't drive 
Um, my grandmother used to have to take her to the, my mother used to have to take her to the store, do you know all those things for her, and not that that's a bad thing, but I'm gonna get into why it seemed ridiculous to me and how she didn't set boundaries, um, and how she was codependent. So I also would see my mom like go party on like a Saturday or a Friday night, her and my aunties or just her, you know, staying up all night, you know, drinking, doing whatever she wanted to do. You know, she's a grown woman. Now my mom's the 13, so she's the baby of 13 children. And so I would see my mom, you know, like have a good time on Friday nights. And, you know, of course, you know, having a good time comes that hangover. So, of course, she doesn't want to get up in the morning. Now, Saturday mornings were grandmama's time to go wherever she needed to go. So I remember, I mean, since I was like a little girl, my grandmother would ring the phone off the hook. There were no cell phones back then. She would ring that doggone phone off the hook. I'm talking about 20 to 40 times. Because she was trying to get my mother to wake up or wanted us to go with my mom. And this was before we kind of started driving before we would take over the duties because, uh, codependency and see, but they, they, I was learning at an early age. I ain't finna do this with me. And so we would get up, go wake my mom up, you know, try to get my mom up, but Hey, you know, hangover. I'm tired. I've been out all night. I don't feel like getting up to take my mother to the store. Or wherever she needed to go. But this was Saturdays. This is what my granny wanted. And this is what my granny was going to make her do. Now, because my mother is so codependent on my gran- on, on my grandmother, she had to get up with a hangover. But during the time, she would curse my grandmother. And my grandmother would be cursing with her. Well, not cursing, but fussing with her. And calling her all kinds of names. And my mom would be saying the same thing. Oh, you know, mama gets on my damn nerve, blah, 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 blah. But my thing is, okay, well, tell her no. She has 12 other children. Well, 10 or 10 or 9 at the time. She has 9 or 10 children other than that with cars. Tell them to take her to the store. But nope, my mother didn't do that. And you know why? Because she was codependent on her mother. She needed my mother, her mother, to help pay her bills. Some of the times when things didn't get paid. And I'm not telling my mom's business or anything like that, but this is just what it was. My mother needed help. She always needed my grandmother's help. Put it like that, okay, without having to go into detail. She always needed my grandmother's help. And so she couldn't say no to my granny because she was codependent on my grandmother. I also remember another story that my mother was working here in Columbia, South Carolina at a, at a, at a, a plant here making uh personalized checks and the company left here. And by this time I'm about 15, 16 years old. So the company left and relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I remember telling my mom at the time, like, you know what? You should take this job. Now I'm, I'm assuming if they were going to, I did hear when they, they were going to help them relocate. So I'm assuming in their package of relocation, they would help them, you know, find houses or homes or whatever. Um, they would give them enough money to do things. Okay. It was a whole plant. They was asking people to come with them. I remember my cousin was working with my mom at the time too. So yes. Now my cousin on the other hand stayed behind because of her father. Totally understandable. She's, you know, she's the only child. That's a difference. But my mom decided not to take the job. And so I'm telling her, you know, like I said, I'm 15, 16 at the time, you know, oh my God, this will be awesome. We're moving to Charlotte. You know, I mean, we, we probably gonna have a little bit more money. We probably move, you know, life to me could have been probably turned out so differently if we had a up and moved 
to Charlotte. But I remember my mother telling me, I'm not moving. I'm not leaving my mama. Charlotte, North Carolina from Columbia, South Carolina is about an hour and a half away. Did I mention also that my mother had nine or 10 other siblings with cars? But because she was so codependent on my grandmother and because she couldn't set boundaries with my grandmother, we never left to go to Charlotte. Hence the life out. My mother's life turned out to be in shambles. And my life too, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say I fought her for some of the things that I went through because she didn't show me how strong she could be. Because she didn't set boundaries with my grandmother, she didn't say no. I need the money. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go to Charlotte. It's two hours away, Granny. I will. We'll be back. Okay. Not to mention there are some other siblings that moved to Jersey. Okay. I mean, come on. But because my mother could not set boundaries because she could not, she was so codependent on taking care of her. She couldn't leave and start her own entire life and raise her children. She didn't think about her children at the time. She thought about herself and her mom. And this is what you all do. Sometimes you all are so busy being codependent on your children or your boyfriend or your spouse or on your family members, your mother, your father, that you can't set boundaries because you're codependent on these relationships. And to this day now, my mother has this codependency of this need to help everybody. She has to help everybody that lives in her entire building. Because the codependent in part in her needed to transfer that to somebody else. And this is what you all are doing. You all don't want to set the boundaries. You all don't want to set these healthy boundaries to maintain the good mental health because you're too afraid of losing that person. Some of you all will take the abuse because you are too afraid of rejection and being alone. You all have grown children that curse you out like dogs because I, that's my child. I got to continue to take this from my child. No, you don't. You know, I have low tolerance for people who allow their grown children to rule their life. You need to set boundaries with your children. Well, you know, hey, you know, lady, oh, you don't know. Oh, I do know. Remember, I'm a mother too. My son is 25 years old and it's so funny that I'm talking about this podcast because my, I literally cursed my son out yesterday and I'm not talking about like some nasty dirt. So, but I said some curse words and he was like, Oh, you're cursing. Oh, you're cursed. I said, yes, cause I'm peeled because I don't owe my son nothing. I love that dude with all my heart, but you will not talk to me any kind of way. Now, I don't care what you think about Bill Cosby, but that line will always be the best line in the world. I brought you in this world. I will take your butt out of here. I have no tolerance for a child who thinks he's going to talk back to me. I don't care how old you are. And see, some of y'all running around here. Well, that's my child. You know, I got uh, somebody I know that loves to call her son her king. First off, you can't believe in God and think he the king and your son. 
I have, I hate that term analogy used for black children. Now, you know, I understand the, the, how those, the swag or what you call it, the, um, uh, I can't think of the word right now at the time, but, uh, I understand how y'all are meaning it. I don't like it and I don't use it because my son is not my king. My husband is not my king. Okay, so for some of you all who are Christian, who call yourselves Christian, and y'all are running around here, and you you say God is king, but you call it some child a king? Uh, No. Okay, sorry, that's just me. Okay, not saying that you're wrong for doing, I don't do it. But you, I don't care if you, who you are, if you are a 25-year-old, if your child is over 21 years old, you better set some boundaries. Because you will not talk to me any kind of way. I didn't do it to my mother. She, he will not do it to me. So you are, you're not setting boundaries with these children because you're codependent on them. So you need, you feel the need to always be in their business. You feel the need to always take care of them like that. So you're not really taking care of them per se. You think in your mind that you're taking care of them because you're listening to their crappy problems. You've done your job. Same thing I told my son yesterday. I don't owe you nothing, sir. Well, I don't have no help with this. Uh, you, you, you know, he was fussing with me because of, about his child. And I can't explain to him, I'm a Gigi, not a grandma. No, I am not that type of Gigi who sits around the house and take care of kids all day. My mom didn't take care of my son. I'm not taking care of his for him to rip and run the streets. Now, I love the little boy. And I can't wait till he gets here. And I'm going to do all Gigi things. But that's why I draw my line. GG don't sit around him babysitting kids. If you want, if you had the kid, not me. And I even forewarned him about having children. So since you didn't take my advice, you stuck with the bed you lied in. And I keep it moving. And that's what I explained to him. Son, I have given you the tools to live your life. If you have decided that you will not do the things I taught you to do, then what do you want from me? See, a thing of two is he's kind of spoiled. He's so, so he kind of wants me to be, you know, like how I used to be that mama bear. I, no, not over when you're over 21 and you're making grown behind decisions. You know, he didn't want my advice when he went flying him being uh, Scarface and selling and trafficking meth. He didn't, he didn't seem to want my advice or my opinion or, you know, my love and hugs then, did he? So don't come for me, son. And that's what I told him yesterday. Don't come for me. And I said, get the F out of here. And I hung the phone because he's not my king. I love that dude. I do. And I know I'm not riding a die. I don't believe in that terminology either, but I will go to bat for my boy. But if I know that he's wrong, that's where I draw my line because I'm not codependent on my child. And so some of you all are codependent or your unruly children too. You're codependent on these spouses and you're codependent on relationships. And that could be, you know, your friend relationships or your coworker relationships. You don't set these boundaries with these people because you're too afraid of the backlash. You're too afraid of what they're going to say to you. You're too afraid that they're going to hurt your feelings, but they're already hurting your feelings. But I would rather them hurt my feelings as I am walking away to maintain my great mental health. 
You all are allowing these people to, to, to treat you any kind of way to let, you know, you feel like, well, if I just do this for this person, if I just do this, they will acknowledge me. No, they won't. No, they won't. I did everything for the people that I cut off. I did everything. Even with my husband right now, I done, I've done everything. They don't care about you doing anything for them. All they care about is what you can do, how fast you can do it, and then that's what they've done with you. So that's why you have to flip the strip, the strip and, and, and set boundaries. How do you set boundaries with people you are so codependent on? See, it's easy for me not to, for me to set the boundaries because I am not codependent on any of the people around me. See, when I start setting boundaries with my mother, when she got in my car, I said, hey, get in my car. I don't want to hear nothing about the family. I don't care to hear anything about your family. I don't care to hear anything about what goes on in that building where she lives at. I didn't want to hear any of those things. But she kept overstepping my boundaries. So every time she would get in the car, I'd blast the music. Or I would turn the news up. We're not talking. You go to work with me. We go back in the car. Then we get out. You overstep my boundaries. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. I love my mother. I don't disrespect her, but don't overstep my boundaries. I'm not cold. I was never cold dependent on my mother because I saw how she was with my grandmother and I vowed to never be that way. And so since I was about 12 years old, I was kind of the rebel. I kind of did everything on my own. When I had my little boy, I did not let my mother keep my son. But if I did, I paid her handsomely. There was never a time that she did not get paid for keeping my son. My mother didn't have to worry about anything when I lived in her home. And when I brought a kid into her home, I felt so guilty that I had another mouth. To, my mother probably would have another mouth to feed or that the, the light bill would go up higher that I paid her to have my son. Picture that now. I literally was paying her because I had my son. So I knew that when it was time for her to say, well, you know, I did. Uh, 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 uh. See, I could set my boundaries because I don't have to. T- I, I don't. I see you later. And see, some of you all are so afraid of that. Well, oh, it's my mom. Oh, God. Oh, how I do this. God, I'm going to tell you something. God understands. And yeah, at first it felt kind of different not being able to talk to my mother. Or, but my mental health was being drained. I was being pulled by like eight, like a, like a, like an octopus. It was my mother. It was my, my, my father. It was my sister. It was my niece. I mean, it was being, I was being pulled in all these directions. But when I set boundaries with them, I said, Hey, don't call me after nine o'clock. That's what I meant. When I get out, when I, I don't care if it's life, unless it's life or death, don't call me after nine o'clock. Especially with your crap. I used to set balance with my sister. She's, she's one of those people. She's a social butterfly. She loves everybody from back in the day and all talking to everybody. I don't do that. Does it make me better than anybody from back in the day? Just means you didn't like me back then. What the heck we talking for now? So she would call me and I had to set balance. Stop calling me because she was, she was famous for girl. Let me call girl. Guess who I just saw. I really don't want to guess. And I really don't want to care. Why are you always at like that? Because I set boundaries. 
Don't call me talking about some dude I used to mess with 20 years ago. I am a married woman. I don't care. Set boundaries. When it came to my child, my husband, I set boundaries when I met my husband from the get-go. He calls it disrespectful. Oh, you disrespected me. I said, no, I set the boundaries of how I wanted my relationship to be and what you will and will not do. Now, he says that to this day. Oh, you, it was just disrespectful. No, it wasn't. I taught you how to treat me. And so some of you all are walking around here with these rotten behind men who don't put gas in your car, who don't go up underneath your hood for you, who can't even open up the door for you, taking no way nice. You're talking about your love flowers, but your man sitting around ain't buying you none because you didn't establish boundaries. Now your mental health all screwed up because you're all around here sad and I wonder why people don't treat me good and I'm a good person. Yeah, you're a good person. But you can still set boundaries. You're depressed because you're you're letting people get away with mentally abusing you. I had that problem. Six months ago, I cut off the people who overstepped my boundaries. See, I set them and then they overstepped them. So next, cut you off because you're toxic. Well, lady, oh, I, I just can't do that. And, 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 and you, you just don't know. I do know. But see, since you're codependent, you're going to have to work on that part first. So it's going to be hard for you to let go and set boundaries because you got to work on your codependency. And see, some of y'all don't believe you're codependent because you don't do any self, self-evaluation. This is what I try to tell my clients and everybody about healing. You, it starts with you. You can't just run around for saying that, but then, oh, I want to heal, but I don't want to do, I don't want to talk about me. Well, who the hell needs to be the one who, need, who needs to heal it? You do. And when you know that you're codependent because you don't understand what that means, so you justify. See, this is why y'all don't set boundaries because you justify their behavior or you justify why you need to stay there. My mother justified being there for, with my grandmother. I ain't leaving my mama. That's my mama. Oh, okay. Well, then be broken, penniless the rest of your life. Never advance. And guess what? My grandmother's dead now and she's still living in my grandmother's apartment. Even though I tried to move her to a different place so that she can get away from that building and from the memories. Uh-uh. Codependent on the apartment. Y'all justify the behaviors of others, even though your mental health is suffering. You justify, well, they, this month, he, oh, I love this one, especially when the, the women come around me. Oh, he had took me to get my nails done. Oh, he had gave me $40. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Stop justifying setting boundaries with these dudes. Oh, I'm going to talk to my kids because, see, you know that I'm their mama. And, I yeah, you are their mama. But if you ain't going to set no boundaries with your kids, and then, you know, another thing, if you have raised your kids properly, and this is no disrespect, but if you are not, if their kids are cursing you out, you can imagine who they're talking to in the world like that. Just think about that. If they run up on you, just imagine how they're treating people in the world. So apparently, you ain't did your job, or 
Your kids just do what they want to do, and that includes doing it with you. Set boundaries. Tell them they can't talk to you like that, and no, you don't need to go over there. My son yesterday had, I got hold to him. He didn't call me last night. He has this thing where he won't, like, I text, I tell him to text me every time he gets home. He didn't text me last night. Okay, that's your bad. Hey, that's on you, buddy. <laughs> that's on you not texting me. Something pop off, you, you I, all I can say is, hey, I ain't heard from him. So I set boundaries. I hung up the phone. I said what I said. I went on to bed. I did put it in his text. I texted him. I said, good night. Wear your seatbelt. Because I'm going to still love you. But you ain't going to talk to me any kind of way. I don't have to take care of your child if I don't want to. I don't have to be that type of mama, grandmama. I'm not a grandmama. I'm a Gigi. A cute Gigi. And Gigi's don't sit around and take care of kids all day. That's just me. Although I love the little boy and his sister a lot. But he was, you know, trying to go off on me. And that's what's not what you're going to do to me, son. So no later than yesterday, today, he texts me something. And then he calls. Yeah. Because I don't tolerate that type of behavior. Because I did raise my son to be very respectful. But I didn't raise a narcissist. And sometimes he kind of reminds me of that. And I have to bring him down a notch. Like, hey, I'm going to need you to back it up. It must be his daddy's side of the family. But guess what? Because I set the boundary, he thought about what he did. No, he didn't apologize because he's one of those people who don't think he's wrong ever. But that's okay. I know when he called and texted today, yeah, he felt some type of way. Your children, your boyfriend or spouse, your mother, your father, your sister, brother, cousin, co-worker, friend will probably still come around if you set the boundaries. And if they don't, then you need to get rid of them. I don't care who it is. Yes, it's easier said than done, but it needs to be done. Because I promise you, if you have a stroke, because your anxiety is up, your blood pressure is up, those people going to go on. And half of them probably won't even help take care of you. After you spent your life trying to keep, not, not I don't want to ruffle feathers, okay? Well, then let your mental health go down the drain. I'm not doing that. And I don't suggest you continue to do that. You have to maintain your mental health. You're going to have to do these boundary settings for your sanity. It is okay to say no to your mother, your father, your cousin. It is okay to say no to your children. It is okay to say no to your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It is okay to say, you know what? I love you, but this is where it stops. And then if that doesn't work, then you are going to have to get rid of these people. Or you will spend the rest of your life with problems, depression, anxiety. Being anxious every time you see these people coming. And I promise you, and I'll take, talk about this in the next episode. You're going to have, they're toxic. People who continue your, you know, if you got a girlfriend that's calling you all the time with her drama. 
You can set boundaries with this chick. These people feed off the negativity. These people feed off making sure you are on their level. And see, yeah, you're going to get the backlash when you decide to change and transform into a new person. But again, if they don't understand, then bye. Oh, I can't just cut off my mom again. We'll talk about that next episode. Yes, you can. And if I was very toxic to my son, I would expect him to do the same to me. You don't deserve to have me as your beautiful daughter. If you're going to try to ruin me and mentally my, my, my head was like about to explode. I set boundaries. They overstepped them. And I tried that one last time. I swear to you all, I can remember it. I said, okay, I'm gonna bring everybody together. We're going to do a little drinking, play some cards, you know, just let us, let's all be together. And it, and my husband said, he said, I don't know why you invited them over here. It turned out to be a disaster. And that was the last time they were here. They have no intentions of changing. I can't make them change, but they overstepped my boundaries for the last time. And I had to cut it off. And this is what you're going to have to do. Set your boundaries. But if it doesn't work, you're going to have to come out of your codependency. That's for those of you all who are codependent. And for those of you all who who don't understand what codependency is, please reach out to me. I will give you a worksheet on codependency. I'll give you the facts on codependency. You can take the test. You are codependent. This is why you can't leave these people. This is why, because you think you need to be in these people's lives. But to be honest, these people will get rid of you as fast as they can. Trust me. So I'm going to give you three things to leave you with that you can do when it comes to setting boundaries. And why you need to set these boundaries to maintain good mental health. Number one. You have to set boundaries for you. This is not about your brother, your cousin, your mom, your children. It's about you. Setting these boundaries are about you. It's about how you sleep at night. It's about how you get through the day. You know, you don't want to get up. You don't want to not sleep all night because you've been arguing with your children or your cousin, brother, cousin, I mean, sister, brother, whatever. Then you wake up and they're ringing your phone all day. I set boundaries too, you know, with my family because they thought just because I was working for myself that they could call me all day long. No, I run a business. You will not call a real business all day long to talk to me. You're not going to do it just because I got the phone beside me and I'm the boss. Set boundaries. Set boundaries for you. Number two, setting boundaries doesn't mean you don't love these people, but it means you love yourself more. It's not vanity, it's sanity. Set the boundaries for you and for your health. You still love them and you still, and I still love my my parents right now. I love all my family, but I can't let it continue to ruin my mental health. 
And number three, setting boundaries teaches you how to speak up for yourself. See, so long you've been sitting around so codependent and being the shy one or not saying anything because you didn't want to ruffle feathers. See, when you start to set boundaries, you learn to how to speak up for yourself. You say no often. You say, now this is not how this is going to go down. And it's not because you're trying to be nasty, you're trying to be mean. It's because you are now saying, I value my opinion. I value my health. I value what I have to say. And if you don't like it, then fine. Setting boundaries teach you how to speak up for yourself. And this is something that will take you a long way. And it'll keep you from having to run into people who you know for a fact likes to overstep things. But see, once you start speaking up for yourself, they won't see it. They'll get a little scared. See, y'all think that these people are, 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 are bullies because they, they, most of the times when they're overstepping their boundaries, all of them think, you know, all of them are playing that bully role. But when you start to go back out of bully, what happens? They back down. So you've been afraid to set boundaries for so long because you're so afraid of their bark, but they're little tiny dogs. And when you go back at a, at a bully, they back down. So set these boundaries for you. Set these boundaries, even though you can, you can still love them. And set the boundaries so that you can be able to speak up for yourself. I promise you, this will relax your mind. This would help you be able to grow and start to heal in those areas that you have been lacking in. You've been wanting to heal. You've been wanting to get people away from you. You've been wanting, you know, you say this. I'm so, you know, you're running around all the time. I'm so tired of my kids calling me all the time with this drama. I'm so tired of mama calling me with this drama. Well, then why you keep answering the phone? Because you didn't set boundaries. You ain't too tired. You don't have to have these people in your life. But if they don't respect you enough to understand, then you, you're going to have to probably get rid of them. And I'll talk more about toxic family members and cutting people off next episode. But it's worth it. And yes, there are going to be times when things come up, you know, birthdays, graduations, uh, you know, uh, sicknesses. It's going to be all of that may come up. But I'm telling you, I like me cutting off my family. If she was going to, if one of my, if my mother or my father already had the stroke. So, oh, okay. I, I was supposed to feel sorry for him because he was walking around on a walker. I don't. Because guess what? They're, they're overstepping their boundaries. Why his hateful, sorry behind overstepped more boundaries of mine, not to mention the one he did what he did to me at the beginning, but I, I allow him to overstep one more time over his boundaries. And guess what? You think that bastard gave a care about me while he was sitting in that wheelchair? Uh, no. So why should I care if I cut him off or if I set boundaries with him? See, it's just because they suffer from some mental, I mean, they suffer from some disease, cancer, diabetes, or whatever. So, well, 
That doesn't make them if they if if cancer didn't scare anybody into being better, then nothing will. So stop feeling guilty. And I'm gonna talk about toxic guilt too next week. Stop feeling guilty because so-and-so was sick. Well, my mom was sick, or my dad was sick, or my sister sick. Well, sorry, pray for them. And I'm gonna pray hard for my family. But because just because they're sick doesn't mean that they're going to change their ways. Most of the time, people who change their ways are either on death row or on their deathbed. Your kids will be fine if you raise them properly. Because they don't know everything. We didn't know everything. But I didn't treat my mother the way my son thinks he can treat me. I, I don't, I'm not having it. He ain't my king. I, I ain't playing that. I love that dude, but that dude will get it. I am little, he tall, but I will give it to him. You hear me? But I love the dude. That's my dude. He make me laugh. He's so much like me. Like that is my dude. But you ain't finna talk to me any kind of way. I set boundaries and I shut it down. Period. Set boundaries to maintain good mental health. I promise you, if you need help with setting boundaries, please reach out to me. If you need help understanding codependency and how you can get away from that, please reach out to me. Go through my Heal, Grow, and Transform six-week intensive I'm not going to say third. I don't want to call it a therapy session because I'm not a mental health licensed therapist, but I'll say counseling, coaching, mentoring for six weeks. I'll help you through the codependency. I'll help you through the toxic family members or toxic behaviors. I can help you through all of that. I can help you stay strong enough to deal with being alone. Because I experienced it all. And I have come out just as fine on the other end. And you will too. So that's it. I went a lot longer than I intended. But these topics are like my, my, this is my thing. These are my jams. I absolutely love talking about setting boundaries and toxic family members and, you know, codependency. I love talking about all these things and I could talk about it all day long. But for podcast sakes, I can't stay on here. (laughs) So thank you all again for tuning in to this week's podcast. Y'all know that y'all need to leave a girl a review over there on iTunes. Put a sister up. Give a sister five stars. Don't forget, leave me a comment or two. Um, Again, if you are looking for some coaching, some mentoring, just somebody to pull you up out of that rut to keep you from being, um, you know, from procrastinating to help uplift you, um, please reach out to me if you are um, new to this podcast. I um, will help you through those things. Um, if you are listening, you are a listener. I am so grateful for you all. Some of you all who continue to tell me 
you know, that you listen, I listen to your podcast. I'm so overjoyed um, to those of you all who are regular listeners. Y'all don't um, realize how much it means to me. You know, a girl who never wanted to talk because I didn't think, well, no, I'm not going to say I didn't want to talk because I talked too much. But I didn't like the way I sounded uh, on a podcast or I didn't like the way I sound on the phone. I was very insecure about that. Um, but I don't even care. I don't, I don't even care. I as, as bad as I probably sound, I got my point across, and y'all understood what I was saying. So I'm forever grateful to all of my regular listeners. So that is it. Y'all have a great weekend. Please tune in to next week's episode. It's gonna be really good because y'all know how y'all know toxic families is my jam, and of course I'll be you know retelling my story um, about everybody that's everything that's going on in my life when it comes to toxic family members. So um, you all take care. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. I'm always an open book. I am very transparent. And if you are looking to ask me any questions, please feel free to email me, DM me, or text me. I'm always available. Um, until then, I will, you know, be back here same time next week on Friday. Bye, y'all. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.